This is Syl Stenman and Sandy Washington here, and we have a wonderful guest today, Dolores Meter. Thank you for being with us, Dolores. You're welcome. And uh, you have not been a long resident in the South Building, but you have been a long resident in the cottages. Right. Tell us about your transition. Well, it, it, I was in the cottages for 16 and a half years, and then I needed to, uh, for my health, move over here. So I contacted Marilyn, and within a short time, I had a cottage, and I moved, and I spent, my first year was April 1st. I had been, I've been here now over a year. So Where do you live? I live on the second floor of the South Building, a very social floor, and have totally enjoyed it, and they have totally engulfed me with their love and friendship, and I really have enjoyed it. So, But I had always felt a part of this building because when we moved in, I came over here, Bob and I came over here right away because we had to eat over here at oh. that time. You didn't have a choice. You had to eat here. So we got to know people here, and then I became involved in different things. So I, I'd never had a, a feeling of that a we or they or anything like that. It uh -huh. was always just a Holly Creek. And your cottage had been... A special place for Marilyn to go before you moved in. Right. Well, it was a sales cottage. And so it was, actually, it was a larger square footage than I left because it had a, a complete downstairs that we could use. So it was a, a wonderful cottage. Right wonderful. on the corner. And it made us almost feel like we were starting again because it, it looked small, but it wasn't small uh -huh. at all. But we could just fix it up the way we wanted to because we didn't have the... You know, when we were graduate student, we had no money, but this time we had money. <laughs> a real cottage. <laughs> so we could make it look like we wanted it to look. And it was just a wonderful place, and we t totally enjoyed it. So, and Well, it was, it's a great community. So nice you moved over here. I think it's wonderful to see cottagers come over here. Oh, I do, too. It's, I wish more would come over. Well, often. It's, it's the way it's meant to be, really. I know. Um, my health was what caused me to do that. But I needed, I just needed to, and I, I had always felt a part of the of the big building because I had been a part of the low vision group. I had been part of visiting people over here, and I had been in the spiritual, uh, we called it welfare, spiritual right, life and, and committee. Right, and we'll talk about some of those things. But I, I remember once uh, we interviewed you many years ago, and you were called the party lady. And <laughs> I think that, you know, looking at the picture that's uh, on our screen, you really look like you've had so much fun. I have. And I think it I've continues. Tell us about something. Well, the one that I wanted to share today was about our 50th anniversary. It was one year after we moved in. And we invited our family to celebrate with us for 50 hours. It was from Friday at 4 to Sunday at 6. And we planned activities the whole time. And on Saturday, uh, we had picnics and that. And then we had dinner in the Durango room. And then we hired a magician to come because our children, grandchildren were ages 4 to 10. Perfect timing. Perfect. And then on Sunday, we went to Colorado Springs, went to church at the Air Force Academy and lunch at the Broadmoor and to the Fazoo and what have you. But we came back, and I was really touched with what we decided to do. Bob has always been very fond of the Fiddler on the Roof. And so we had decided we would sing two songs to our children from there. One was 
about have you seen how your children have grown older and and Bob went over to our children and he sang to our son when did you get to be so tall you know kind of <laughs> and after that one then we he went into Goldie, do you love me? You know, and we had we had had more fun practicing this, and we I put a scarf on and he put a hat, and we both had aprons on, and so then of course he says, "Do you love me?" And I said, "Well, I've done this and I've done that," and then he finally he says, "Well, you know, it really is okay. I really don't need no, but it's really nice to know." <laughs> and so that ended our fifty-hour. Uh, when we said that and finished that song, it ended our 50 hours of celebrating 50 years. Well, this took and, a lot uh, of planning. And I had done a party for Bob starting at age 40 every 10 years, and I've I've had that. But I love to plan parties, and people are, love, you know, Oh, I wish we had to come, time so. to talk about all of those <laughs> it, parties. It turned I, out great. I but wish I, I'd been invited. I know, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I have a, I meant to bring it. I have a book that my daughter-in-law made of it, and it gives all, I'll show it to you, because on the cover, she has uh, us dressed as Tevia and Goldie. Oh, oh. And so it's a real special thing for me. And, and I have wonderful, wonderful children and wonderful grandchildren. And, so, and, you know, I've taken my grandchildren. We finally went on one more trip. We all, all of us went together to Jackson Hole. So we sort of completed that That cycle. was the last, how many grandchildren do you four. have? Four. Four. So four wonderful trips yeah. with the children. Very much so. so. Well, well that's started with you. Right. Really. But then I think also um, I've never felt uh, I've always been so grateful for Holly Creek. And I, uh, you know, when I first walked in the door, I met Jim Cock and I had met him when I was visiting my with my church at Summer and Glen. So I knew him. And then I had gone to um, Chicago Christian High School in Chicago and I was all familiar with the Dutch names and that. So I didn't I never felt like a stranger here. Felt never. Right at home, and what right a at person home, to right welcome you And then you I here. got, uh, when I went on the Spiritual Life Committee, they just, uh, it was Ruth Shryock that ca- ca- invited me to join. Okay, but that, there were yeah. a couple other committees that, when you were living in the cottages, that you had been part of? Um, I, was on, I was on the music committee. Mm-hmm. I, I helped when Peggy went to talk to uh, Jane Keller about starting that. I was on the music committee. And then also the widows group. It was a wonderful group. We met once a month, and we always met at 5 o'clock because they said that was when their husbands would come home from work, and that was a hard time of the day. Oh, and we yes. went into each other's homes. And then it was fun because, you know, we had the same floor pattern in our homes but everybody had done such different things with it interesting but also a very supportive group yes very very supportive and after we no longer felt we could do it in our homes then we met at centennial when they had luncheons there and we did that and finally it just waned you know we Uh we don't meet anymore or there aren't that as many widows over there. <laughs> well, and then during COVID times, uh, correct, the we cottagers that. practiced that, that may uh, have, a video a thing that stopped it. Prayer it, group. It was a very special thing. And, you know, the cottages have a very special um, relationship with each other. And, they do. And it, they really do. They do. Uh, that was not the true case when we first moved in, though. It was um, later on that that came kind of thing. And oh, I, I think it will and last a long time because it's nice. It's good. They get together Wednesday nights for wine. Sometimes right, they out do. In the yes. driveways, and yes. now they come and over now, here right. and by now, the fireplace. Pardon? 
they now come over here by the fireplace. That's right, they do that. And I'm and always happy right. to see cottages right. come over oh, here. No, no. I wish they'd come more often. Right. But as I say, I never felt any kind of thing but that I was part of Holly Creek kind of thing uh, when I lived in the cottage. Well, you mentioned Ruth Shryock, Shryock and part of the spiritual life. Right. Tell us about well, your Well, that was interesting, too, because she was the chairman of it for many years, and then she invited me to go, and finally she said, Dolores, I don't want to be chairman anymore, so I took over. And that must have been about in 2014 or so, because in 2016, we came up with the idea that we wanted to turn one of the um, rooms into a, like a chapel, and, that, and Ken, you were on the committee with us. And we worked long and hard to do that. But and then we had to raise $50,000. How and did I you never do had that? Done that? But Olivia Mayer said, oh, yes, you can do it. And we raised $52,000. And the project cost us $54,000. And we hired a, a gal who was a spiritual develop um you know like a architect kind of oh, thing uh -huh. and she she was the one that came up with that water wall oh idea. it's beautiful yeah and it's really nice and the other thing was our theme was creation and of course as you sat there you could look outside and see creation yes. so and then uh ja um her name was Deb Commodore. She had aspen trees and she got from a neighbor in the backyard. And she was the one that came up with the idea of putting the trees in the corner. That was like having your prayers go up to heaven oh, through those beautiful. trees. And it's she had seen atmosphere. that in a mm -hmm. restaurant here in Denver. And then uh, later on, we had to replace the live plants with artificial and change a little bit. And the lady who helped us from the foliage company said let's put a third one with the, the uh, aspen so we did that and then we put in artificial plants and and then uh, so um well it's serving its purpose i don't know though if people some of our new people know where it's located where well it's very hard to find it's hard to find it's sort of not kitty corner it's on the other corner from silverton gallery if they can think of that they either can walk through the um by the gazebo and get mm -hmm. over there or they can walk on the there we were going to have signs put up and i don't know if they ever got put up or not well there is a plaque there is there is a plaque, plaque yeah says quiet waters and jim we couldn't name it a chapel because in the um uh, when they sold the bonds for the building mm -hmm. it could have nothing religious so jim came up with quiet waters retreat which we we liked very much so. and in the quiet waters there are things for other traditions Right. Uh, if there's a cupboard there, a little vanity set, I think there's some things inside there that uh, right. are symbolic for the Jewish faith and right. and others. Um, it's on the first floor north building, and when you f face Silverton, go through the corridor on the left-hand side all the way down, turn right there, and it's just the door away. Right. And it's it's a lovely place to sit right. and uh, just meditate, think. Right. So it's, thank um, you for your part of that. We have a light burning there all the time. All the time. It does which not Which is close. significant it's of God's love. Very restful. And I have seen mm -hmm. some staff members in there from time to time just gathering their calm for the day. <laughs> it's really sure. a great place to be. Right. It is. I used it quite a bit when I was moving. <laughs> I found it very helpful. So, anyway. well, so other than quiet waters, there's some other things that you found to do here. Uh, 
with visiting friends, making new friends. Tell us about friends visiting friends. How right. are you? Oh, I, I got started visiting Ann Nelson because she was of Swedish heritage. Oh. And she was in assisted living. And I... I didn't want to tell people that, but I kept visiting people until they no longer were here with us kind of thing. But I visited with her, and then I started visiting Vivian Gilbert, and then she moved from assisted living down to skilled nursing, so I followed her down there. And then Betty Raw was a good friend of mine, and she's in skilled nursing. And so, and now, t- now I have Agatha Calkins that I visit. Is it so true that Betty um, Raw is 101 Yes, that's right. <laughs> Betty Rawl is 101. The one thing that I've done which has been helpful, I se- select a Friday afternoon and always go Friday afternoon. Otherwise, if I said, well, I'll go, I may not get there. And then I do go and check in with friends, visiting friends every month so that I can report what I've done. Kind you of have made a commitment. Yes. And you followed through it, with it. I think, you know, my mother and dad were in a retirement center and I couldn't go visit them. So I think I may have gotten started that way. I, I, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. like it. I like it. And they love it. Yeah. They love that. It's important. I go to me. as often as I can also. Mm-hmm. And Sandy, you go friends. visiting a lot of people I whenever do. you have a chance. I do. It's, it's wonderful. Well, as a PA it's and also say. as a hospice worker. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's very important, I think. Well, I think and, so, too. And well, to, it means a lot to those people not to be forgotten. Many right. of them have been friends right. for those in independent living. Well, uh, another the, thing that uh, you take play, part in here is the conversations that matter. Right. And right. tell us uh, how you got involved and well, what, what they came, do in these groups. came about through being on the Spiritual Life Committee, and uh, Dick Bollinger brought it to the group. But I had been in a group with uh, him and so I knew what it was about. And then uh, this last year, we really did it without Dick. And we now have nine groups. Oh, and wonderful. we hope to have eight in each group. Uh-huh. Where some of them have seven and, and that. But uh, the group I've been in it now going on is our third year. So it's really been great. Well, I, I believe Sandy been and group. I've been in a group since the very beginning right. with Jim Hankins. Right. I love to see right. it spreading. You know, idea. when you add that up, <laughs> it's quite a large you, percentage of the you, residents you, you that are there. You were in it with us, too, Syl, mm-hmm. so you enjoy I have it. been. You know what it's all about kind of thing. And um, it's interesting, the group that I've been in was 10 of us to begin with, and one had to drop out, one passed away. But otherwise, we kept everybody. Um, we have three men and f- uh, five women. So I can imagine the friendships yes. uh, and the things a, you find in common with each other. That's an interesting thing, because I'd like to share one thing, and that is I know that we think differently, but because I have come to respect them so much, I'm ready to listen to them about um, uh, uh things that are rather controversial Mm -hmm. that I would I listen to them with different ears than I would have two years ago it's because I've gotten to know them and respect them and I I'm real pleased with that I'm real pleased with that. we haven't actually gotten into many subjects that are um, that we have to be careful about but um, I do know that we did do one time and we just we came out still being friends. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I think, think it's important also that these groups are confidential. Oh, it's always so confidential. When we Absolutely. Meet, we have our personal views right. with our friends right. that what we discuss in our groups right. stay in right. that room. I think it shows also that you are open, even a person in the 90s. <laughs> can listen to other opinions and have the respect 
That is due. And so you show that uh, in many different parts of your life, Dolores. Well, a wonderful just, example. Yes. It's a, you, you, know, you know that you get out of things what you put into them. That's true. It's, it's well, really there's another part of Holly Creek that has yeah. been more active yeah. than it has Very been right so. now, and that's uh, Patrick's Masterpiece Living. Right. And I talked with Patrick yesterday and found out what were the four pillars. Well, the first one that we're going to talk about right now with you, Dolores, is the social part. Mm -hmm. And you've gone into this pretty well. <laughs> May I just ask you, if someone said, Dolores, I would like to celebrate a very special birthday. Uh, can you give me some ideas? Would you say yes or no to that? Oh, if someone asked me, uh -huh. sure, I'd be happy to talk to them. Be happy to talk to them. You know, You're to really be find flooded out. with questions. Yeah. We'll find out what what turns them on and what they like to do and that kind of thing. You've done Bronco parties, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you know, I think that you're still willing to give your ideas. And you said they just they're in there somewhere. Well, it just is. I like to I like to create things kind of thing and you just let your mind start going and with time it you know one thing leads to yeah. another Full of creativity <laughs> yeah right right so. well another part of the four pillars is the intellectual now Dolores uh, we know here at Holly Creek that you have a low vision correct and you are also very hungry for knowledge. Correct. You keep reading as much as you can. Right. So how do you handle that with uh, low with vision? With audio books and a wonderful library system that comes in. I talk to them and they get me the books I need. And I have a phone now that I can put it on. And so I just finished listening to one book and went right to the next one. And I'm now listening to Horse, <laughs> which <laughs> is turning out to be interesting. But anyway, um, I have, I feel... Books are my friends, and if I don't have a book there, I mi minus a friend. So, so okay. you haven't let your vision stop that? No, no, no. No, no. I've, I've really been listening a lot about the Civil War and presidents. I'm very interested in presidents. So I, I'd like to be able to memorize them all. I don't know if I can do that, but I, I just am very interested in that. So. That's a good mental exercise. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> now, there is a machine in the library that I know people use. What yeah. is that called? And, it's and called a Da Vinci. And I have had, I'm on my second one in my house. And that is what keeps me normal. I use that every day, all day long. I used it when preparing for today. I took what we had written down. I went over it because it can magnify it. It can read to me. It is absolutely my lifesaver kind of thing. Is it difficult to learn? Is it difficult to learn? There is a learning curve. Yes, there is a learning curve. But I have found out how to do that. And now it's just na second nature when I have uh, any kind of reading material. It has to be typewritten. I can't read cursive. Okay. Typewritten. But like... Um, in the morning, I will have a devotional, and I put it in there. And, and you can read the, news, it back the newspaper? It could read the newspaper. It's a little bit harder in a newspaper because you have small columns. you got to keep moving, moving it, it and moving it and moving okay. it. A book is better in that sense. But uh, what's really great is a letter that I, you know, I get a lot of typewritten letters, mm -hmm. and I can just immediately know what's happening. So we could use our computers and write to you and copy it off and and give you that yes. letter. Yes, and that's the other Better thing. Better than cursive. I do now 
I used to be able to read from my computer, but I can't so much now. So I print it and then put it under my machine. And they're right next to each other so that I'm able to do that very easily. But I've learned, um, you know, I, I participate greatly in that low vision group. And every suggestion that has ever been made that I thought would benefit me, I followed up on kind of thing. And so that Bob, Bob my husband, was the one who first bought me, uh, I don't know if it was the Da Vinci, the first magnifying machine. Oh, that was a few years ago, wasn't oh, yes. it? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. because he died in 2009, and I already had it. He helped me buy the first one because my eyesight went from September to January, and in January I could barely see the E, and then I got those shots, and it's improved. And one eye is better than the other, but, you know, um, Mm -hmm. anyway, I've tried always to follow up and do everything that I could to help myself. I think think you're game for a lot of things, aren't you, Dolores? (laughs) You, You are certainly game. The next pillar is physical. Oh, not so good on that. I do go to exercise <laughs> class, but I, that's, if, if ever I, I probably got a D in that one. <laughs> I'd rather read than go to exercise class, well, but I'm a good friend of Lindsay's, and so I like to go to her class. <laughs> do you go on a regular basis? What, what? I have been trying. I, I haven't been well the last month, so I haven't yeah. gone, but yes, I go at eight o'clock, uh, nine o'clock. Nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's fantastic. And you walk around with your walker now? And well, yes, I can do that. Get around well? I used to walk outside, and I need to get back to doing that, but I haven't felt able to Well, do the weather is just beginning to be more right, s- right. But settled. You know that wonderful walk along the creek? Yes. I really like that's to do that love. one. To yeah, go look at the ducks. Right. Yeah. That's nice. The blossoming trees. Right. right. It, it's ever-changing, isn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, it is great. And then the spiritual part, Dolores. Um. Well, it's very important to me. I have to tell you one cute thing I thought was, you know, when we were back in Masterpiece Living, we took a like a test every year to mm-hmm. see how we did. And one year I went down in spirituality. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> so I went and I took a class at my church. <laughs> I thought that was really sort of cute. The one that I think is so important. Do you remember the was, name of that class? I went down in... <laughs> Do you remember what that class was called? What was it, the class? The class I went to was about God's covenant with us. And I met with people, and we talked a lot kind of thing. But I remember I did that. It was a good class. It was at my church. Uh-huh. And I had a couple other people, because I couldn't drive. I haven't been able to drive since five, 2007. I mean, quickly. It's I a long time, drive. yeah. And so, but I got, a, we three of us went kind of thing. And so, anyway, but, yeah. <laughs> I, never, I don't remember if I checked it the next year, if I had gone up or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick showed me a wonderful book by Dr. Landry. Oh, Masterpiece, okay. And, uh, yeah. um, Live long, die short. Okay. Okay. And it's mentioning the four yeah. different pillars that well, I really, Sil was referring to. Well, there's certainly opportunity here to try to live long where our stimulation is amazing here. So, Dolores, how do you, how do you fit your spiritual life together with your day-to-day living? How do you balance your life? Oh, how do I balance my life? 
well, I try to have a devotional every day kind of thing. And I, I just walk with God. So when I get back after something special, I walk in my apartment and say, thank you, God. You know, you've been with me and helped me. And um, I don't I don't make a big deal of it, but it's just a natural thing for me to do because I, um, I felt him so close to me so many times. Sort of a phone call comes just with the right time or somebody, when I'd go to church and, you know, I don't drive, invariably somebody come up and said, do you need a ride home? And I couldn't but believe the good Lord was just taking good care of me. So anyway. I think when you look back on on things that have happened, yes. you say, well, that was not my doing. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So yeah. I, you know, I just, um, I'm grateful. I guess I could say I'm grateful. Well, you've been very grateful for Holly Creek. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, that's one of the things I want to be sure that I'm, I just couldn't be in a finer place. And I thank my husband. He's the one that signed us up to come here. And I wouldn't have come so soon. We were I was only 74 when I came. But every day I thank him because I have felt the love from the staff here, Christian love, every day and particularly of a couple times when I've turned off um, somehow I hit my pennant oh oh one woman thought I lived at the bottom of Glencoe and she ran all the way up to see that I was okay that's love that's love and, and you can't buy enough. I mean that's hard to buy kind of thing and so I'm so grateful and through the pandemic they kept stood with us and then also don't you remember when we had that bad virus and they kept having to wash this the uh, railings and that kind of thing so it was a lot of work yes but also i remember times when treats from the kitchen were set on our little purse shelves outside our door we'd open the door and there'd be a little tiny apple pie or something out there just to keep us happy and that's right let us know that we've been thought of They've lived up to their their name, and, um, you know, it's just been absolutely wonderful. I've always said I still like it 100%. You know, sure, there are little things, but as I said to people, I left. I had leftovers in my house that weren't very good either. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd feed to my husband. And every now and then, we would have a meal that just wasn't uh, exciting right, right. <laughs> in our own homes. Right. Now, you have some grandchildren uh, I do. do you have some that are in the area? I have two. And the one thing I wanted to say is that after I'd done one with each one, we all four went to Jackson Hole. Oh. And the two were in college by that time. And that we went on a Friday and came back on a Monday. And it, we stayed in a, in a, like a, what do you call it? A, a B&B. Uh, no, we didn't stay in a, it was sort of like that. We were in, it was in a hotel, but we had a separate um, condo. We had a condo, condo. and it got, and we went on a rafting trip in the morning on Saturday, and it snowed and it rained. Oh, it was so cold. Then that night we went to a rodeo and it snowed, and the people just keep going like it's no big deal. Kind Dolores, of what's next? So yeah, and then it's on beautiful Sunday, country over there. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Jackson. Yeah, and I had worked with my youngest, which who the one who said it, and we put it together. And we on Sunday we had a sort of a uh, we were all together in a van and went to Yellowstone and that oh. was it was a very special time and and I uh, am close to every one of my grandchildren because of that kind of thing. Well, so what is the age span right now? My age span is the twenty seven, twenty five, twenty three, and twenty. 
So that youngest one is 20? 20, 20 now, yeah. And what age did you start taking these trips with um, them? I can't remember. It was after Bob passed away, and he passed away in 2009. I think it was probably in 2013 or 14. Mm. She was either a junior or a senior in high school, and I remembered there were so few kids that age. So then I kept doing it every year. Till I, but I, I had to wait a little bit for the youngest one. You did this in the ages that they will remember these trips. Right. Well, there's no doubt about it that, um, you know, when I took my grandson, he had a, he had a wonderful um, sponsor. And, uh, uh, but we said to each other in the uh, hotel room that we loved each other, and that was special. So, Anyway, I'm very grateful for both for my children, my, my daughter-in-law and son-in-law, and my grandchildren. So, well, and to live in Holly Creek and to have you all as friends. Well, and Sandy, it's I think you would joy to agree. We are so happy to have Dolores with us this morning and can't thank you enough. Well, thank you. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> I, I don't, don't ask me again. But <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. And so from and also to get to know you. And that's my